Anthony's new book is out, Unstuck, a life manual on how to be more creative, overcome your obstacles, and get shit done. Check out anthonymindel.com unstuck to sign up for updates, promotions, and get your copy of Unstuck today. Hi, everyone. I'm Anthony Mindel. Welcome to In The Moment, a podcast about acting, art, and life, and that tricky little thing we're all after but rarely find ourselves in, the moment. In this series, I talk to all kinds of creatives and friends about the joys and the ah, heartache and challenges of acting, writing, producing, and getting out of our own ways to be the creative channels we all are. For more information, go to anthonymile.com, and you can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Okay, I hope you enjoy. To celebrate the season two launch of Ginny and Georgia on Netflix, this week is a special rebroadcast of an episode from 2019 with Brianne Howie, who plays Georgia. Tony chatted with the talented and successful working actress where she shared her experiences navigating Hollywood and gave advice on how to stay true to your instincts when being pulled in many directions. This is a great episode for actors out there who are beginning their acting careers and those whose careers are growing and shifting. Don't forget to watch Ginny and Georgia season two streaming now on Netflix. Hello everyone, welcome to In The Moment Podcast. I'm your host. <laughs> I've never said that before. I was going to say, do you say that? No, uh, can you imagine? <laughs> this is me, Anthony, with my guest today. You might know her from many shows. Oh. Or maybe not because she's playing a vampire. Right. In her latest show. <laughs> Welcome, Brianne Howie. Hi. This is where we push the button. So, Brie, welcome! Hi, Tony, I've missed you. I know I missed you too. Uh, you're like, aw, don't make me cry. Oh, I no, love Brie and Howie. It's too early. You, I love you. You're like one of my favorite people in the world. I love you too. So, tell me what's happening. So, okay, so Brie won't, doesn't need to toot her own horn. You've been like in a working frenzy. But it's interesting, I was thinking about you today because you've done, you were like, Leads on a sitcom. I married a model, right? I live with models. I live with models. Married, living. It feels the same, though. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did a, a number of other sitcoms. You were in that uh, sitcom with, um, um, uh, who was from Friends? Oh, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Yeah, Odd Couple. Yeah, Odd Couple. You tested for a lot of sitcoms. But then you did, but then you were kind of doing like horror-themed stuff. So you were on The Exorcist. Yeah. Now you're on mm-hmm. The Passage. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting, right? Yeah, I don't know. I get, I mean, yeah, that comes up a lot and I don't, I wish I had a better answer. I don't know how, I sort of took a right turn somewhere along the way, but <laughs> it's been cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. As my, I mean, these shows are super genre-y. Yeah. But what they both have in common is they're more about the relationships and the genre is just kind of the backdrop. Okay. Um, like as much as The Passage is a vampire show, it's also not a vampire show. Like right. it just happens to be... I mean, post-apocalyptic world is our setting, so those are our circumstances and the stakes are really high, but it's really about how all the characters interact with each other. But you're like a normal person until you turn into a vampire. Are you a vampire? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just a regular human girl who gets thrown into this government experiment. I take it um, because it was, at the time, it seemed like it was better than Death Row. Okay. And (laughs) that maybe turns out to not be so true. Your character was on Death Row. Yes. That's hilarious. She murders her mom and her stepdad. Yeah. That's dark. It is dark and for very heavy reasons that are uncomfortable and. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, the writers really, they took it there. I didn't know what was going to happen, um, but yeah. Okay, 
And then because you do that because nobody wants to die on death row, you decide to be an experiment. Exactly. And then they inject you with, with vampire this, venom. Basically. Kind from of. Bolivia. Okay. Um, Bolivian vampire to, venom. Yeah. They're okay. trying to perfect this serum. They, they keep perfecting it with each new patient, but no one's been super successful yet. So that's where the little girl comes into play. Okay. Oh, right. Because then okay. the younger you are, the more successful the virus is. Oh, Okay, it's, it's kind of dark and menacing, right? Yes, yes, and the reasons, yeah, all these characters' backstories. I mean, the show touches on uncomfortable stuff. There's sexual abuse, there's Whoa. addiction, uh-huh. there's there's um, mental health problems, there's race adversity. They really, like, they go there. Yeah. As much, I mean, which surprised me for a network show, because that's right. not generally what you're seeing on network TV. Well, I think everybody's trying to, like, do the right thing nowadays in a way you know what I mean yeah feel like they're being more inclusive and covering things that although I do think the apocalypse is such a popular theme right I think we're working on our own sort of dread existential dread Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's Uh, a safe way to to, start to think about that's right to work through our like because it's contained and it's not really happening to us but it's kind of on the surface of our subconscious you can it's anxiety wow so, the, the season's wrapped. All done. Okay. So now, like, I also just find it interesting because you, you are so funny. Obviously, you are, like, brilliant at comedy. But also, you're, like, so great at straight drama. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's interesting that you're in <clears throat> genre pieces yeah. as opposed to, like, well, you are also on, um, what was that Showtime show? I'm dying up here. I'm dying up here. Yeah. Like, those are kind of more of the shows I always kind of saw yeah. for you. Yeah, because like, they're dark comedies. Yeah. Which is life. Yeah. Like, I see you more as, like, um, that audience, that's not me having gas, that is, <laughs> that's next door, they're tree grooming. Um, like, girls, or like, God. those kind yeah. of shows. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I but, mean, with the passage, I do kind of get to be, um, irreverent and she has a really dark sense of humor okay. like they are they they tried to make it feel as cable as right, possible right 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 so now you have to just wait to. so you didn't have a pilot season this year Woo-hoo! no thank god yeah I was so relieved although if the show doesn't get renewed and then, then you're gonna be unemployed then again. it's really unfortunate I know isn't it oh. insane it's insane I, I kind of lectured yesterday on pilot season and how like why Why are we still doing it the way it was done 20 years ago when viewing habits have changed and the way people consume, you know, shows? Right. It's not like the fall premiere season. I mean, no. the networks still do that, I guess. But, like, who, who, who watches TV based on the seasons now? They don't. No, I know. No. So why do they stockpile? You know what I mean? So just yeah. don't get me started. It's yeah. just like, I don't know any other industry that works that way. No, and how it's, it's, it's a little antiquated. Like it doesn't, they got to get with the program. And also like I was, what I was lecturing about is how it's not conducive to actors doing the best work. Like we've talked about oh, that. No. Like remember that pilot season you were like in tears about, you had like 20 billion auditions <laughs> and then. It's a nightmare. I know. It's so overwhelming and it's, I don't know how you're supposed to put your best work out, but that's part of so much. I think the, of being an actor is not, it's. So little of it is about the work. It's about navigating everything else. It's about navigating pilot season, navigating set, navigating all these new personalities and egos, and mm-hmm. it's a lot. You've learned a lot. 
Well, I, I mean, you have really good stories. I think that can help the, the listeners. But one, one is like, I think you ended up booking The Exorcist, remember, when we had a conversation about, you were so stressed and overwhelmed. Remember, you went into my casting friend's office and you, you thought you did great, but you, they felt you weren't quote unquote prepared. Oh my God, yes. Remember, and you were like in tears about it. And then you decided like you were going to start saying no to things. I, wa- I was shooting a commercial that week. It was like such a good problem to have. And they sent me straight to producers. Um, so I didn't have the initial round. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was like 10 pages of monologues. Okay. And I wasn't perfectly off book. Right. Like you, I had to look at the paper way more than I normally would. Um, and they totally called me out on it, but I was like, I was working, I was working, but it's like the hustle never ends. You're not allowed to be busy. Even if it's because you have a job, there's just so many hoops to still keep jumping through. And that's kind of the, it it feels exhausting. But that's when you said, no, you were like, you know what, I'm going to stop just torturing myself if I'm not, if I can't go in and do my best work. Yeah, because I'm the only one who's losing in that yeah, situation. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, because they're making a good. judgment about yeah. the work. But then, but then by, when you said no, then they like people, because they also do this too, they're like, well, you have to come in tomorrow and like, we're only seeing yeah. people tomorrow. And then when you say no, you realize that if they really want you, they're still doing castings a week and a half later. Uh-huh. So that's what happened, right? I think that's how you, isn't that how you got the Matthew No, because that was actually, um, no, the, what happened with Exorcist, I was testing for a comedy and Exorcist at the same time. Uh-huh. Um, and actually the comedy wouldn't see me. They were in their, they had been like auditioning for months and okay. my manager was like, you should see her, you should see her. And they were like, no, 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 she's not right for it. I get, maybe they got desperate or something. They eventually saw me. It went amazing. I ended up testing the next week. Um, but then because I was testing for two at the same time, I kind unfortunately... Some of these comedies don't last that long. Yeah, and no, you can kind nowadays. of see going into yeah. it. And Exorcist, the writing was so good. It was such a great script. I was like, I bet there's a little more longevity yeah. to this show. That's smart. And then that's kind of what ended up happening. Yeah, but then the comedy was so upset. They were like, you begged to get her in here. And now she's choosing <laughs> this show over us. Now they hate you. Yeah, You're never going to yeah. work on that network You now. can't. They were the same network. Oh, jeez. It was okay. both for Fox. Okay. But then the other show didn't get picked up. Uh-huh. See? But that's Good also call. why pilot season is so overwhelming yes. because you're kind of, you have a split second to make these big, big decisions. And even in this last pilot season, um, what happened? Oh, I was testing again. So I, it's kind of this comedy drama thing at the same time I was testing for a comedy and it was funny and I kind of, I knew they really liked me. I could feel it in the room and I really liked them. They were like such good, funny, real grounded people. And I thought these would be really cool people to work with for the next couple of years if I was fortunate enough to be in that position. Um, but then ultimately because of the character and a handful of other reasons, I kind of knew, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if this is my future. Um, so I didn't end up going into the test the next morning. And all this happens within 24 hours. Right. So you don't even have a moment to really right. think. Of course. Um, and then they were like incredibly disappointed in me and it was the worst feeling in the whole entire world. Um, but I sat on the phone with my team for hours just debating if I should go in or not. And I was like, I just don't think this is the right call. Um, and then I saw that showrunner. Then I auditioned for him for something else later and he was like, that would have been yours. And did the show go? Did that show go? Same. It went, but not for long. Yeah. 
And then later that pilot season is when I got passage. Uh-huh. It yeah. just it all is meant to be, but it doesn't. In the moment, it hurts and is confusing and overwhelming. Of course, mm-hmm. and also sometimes the reps are just they just want people to be on a show to get there. Totally. You know what I mean? Like it's their job too. Their job it's is work. to get people working. So yeah. then <clears throat> sometimes they're giving advice that maybe runs counter to your own intuition, but you've got to hold. You have to just. Yes. You have to stick to it. Because what if you're it's on scary. something for no. seven years that your heart no, is Oh, yeah, in, that's a disaster. And you sign your life away no, yeah, on this contract. You're giving it all. Yeah. I think short-term commitments are probably better in the long run nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like being able to do multiple guest stars. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Well, so Passage is 10 episodes. Um, and now I get to recur on this Hulu show, Dollface, which is a comedy. Oh, amazing. So that's what I'm doing now, yeah. So you're shooting that now? Yes. It's called it Doll- in LA. Dollface? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. What's yeah. it about? It's about um, rediscovering your female friendships after you get out of a long relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yes, right? You know, I'm new to a relationship and I'm, I notice that like, I mean, I'm a good friend to people, but I've noticed like, oh, I, you spend more time with your significant. And, and, then, that, and naturally makes sense. I know. But, but it and, is hard to keep carving out to be a little more diligent that's with right. your time. That's right. That's kind of what the show is based on. About yeah. Reconnecting with people that... You kind of drop kick Pretty, once you yeah. like fall in love. It happens. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that, and then how many episodes will you do of that? Potentially five. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. You're having the best of both worlds. You're doing like dark existential stuff. I still see you doing lots of film, Brie. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I hope so. And I would love to. It's like a whole other World, club or something. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's tricky. I don't know if that feels still like there's still a little bit of a barrier there. Yeah. But, and I don't know. Isn't it crazy? It's the same industry, but there's different sort of like. I guess it is kind of a different set of people. Yeah. And a different set of casting directors. It's true. But you know, the cool thing is nowadays is there's no sort of. It used to be. Uh, you know, TV was sort of like the red-haired stepchild of talent. And, like, yeah. you would be judged for doing TV. And then TV actors would never... They were TV actors and they were film actors, yeah. right? And they didn't cross over. Like, TV was a lesser form. But nowadays, it's like... No, you just TV's haven't found the right... where it's at. Yeah. I mean, you've done some film. Yeah. You did Horrible Bosses. Mm-hmm. And then you did my favorite... What's the movie I always make fun of you about? Wait, which one? Well, don't you, like, go, like... What's oh, Time Trap. Oh, time trap! No, I didn't. Is that the it one was where you were in the sinkhole. cave? Sinkhole. Yes, but now it's called time trap. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, tell the listeners. I think another great story I talked about in class when I was in Atlanta. We were talking about stuff. How pilot season? Like, I always am trying to get people to understand. Like, in pilot season, like the first year. Let's say you've just moved to LA and you have an agent and you have a manager and you're mm-hmm. kind of getting out and you're doing well, but you haven't really, and then comes pilot season. So first pilot season, nothing happens. Maybe yeah. the second season, maybe nothing happens for the first two or three or four years. Which you I know think what is I mean? normal. Yeah. Totally you know, happens. Adon from class, yeah. he finally just booked a sitcom, a lead oh, in a awesome. sitcom. You know what I mean? Yeah. But look at, that's been six years he's it's been hit, out. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but generally like, okay, and then maybe you get a pilot and you go to producers and then the next year you get a pilot or you go out for a pilot and you test but then you don't get it. But then the next year you test and you get you it, but get then it. the pilot doesn't the, go. Right. Then the next year yeah. you test, yeah. you get it, the pilot goes, but then after a year it doesn't get yeah. you know, picked up again. So yeah. it's it stops. But you were saying how when we were in Atlanta, how now you're in a new 
sort of, what would be the word? Yeah, like group or level. Or You're at a new like, level. Yeah, you've leveled up. It's see, because once you start doing series regular roles, it feels like people will start to look at you a little bit differently. They see casting takes, uh, they yeah. do a little bit yeah. because you're less risky all of a sudden. Yeah, that's right. people are, they've like, oh, they've done this before. People have trusted them to do that that's before. That's right. It's perception, right? You totally. haven't changed. Your work hasn't no. changed. That's the thing. And it drives me crazy because I'll try to think like, why? What is the difference? Am I doing something different when I book something versus when I don't book something? No. And I will drive myself crazy over it. And I don't think there's any difference. There is no or difference. Or where suddenly the room loves you and then, or it's crickets. And I'm like, am I, what am I doing different? And I don't think there's any, I'm not doing anything No, you're not doing anything different. No. It's like, you know, A, like, does your essence match the role? Right. And then if it doesn't, they've already made their decision within yeah. the first, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. And or B, like, sometimes they get just fixated on someone for some reason. Exactly. Even if the, the work isn't that good, they'll do yes. whatever they can to yes. make that work work. I mean, I have, I've worked with a couple of people who are on shows who they're, they're not, um, the work isn't what I know the network or you know, casting once, but they're fixated on the idea of that person yeah. doing it. So they just try to find a way of making it work. This just happened to me. There was another recurring guest spot that we were, I was hoping I'd get to do. I went in, did the audition. It went really great. Um, and as my manager was kind of checking in, she was like, everyone has signed off on you. Like you're their choice. Oh, no. uh, and then she was like, but don't get your hopes up because the dates might not work or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, sure. Um, then cut to, she's like, look, we totally honest with you. Cause they were honest with me. There's one person who just didn't sign off on you because there's what there's, he's wanted this other actress to be on the show forever. And they're just kind of going to make it work with her for this. Um, and that's, it just takes one person to say no. Did and you then, cry? Were you like, boo hoo? No, <laughs> I, I'm getting a little bit better. Uh -huh, yeah. I think a few years ago it would be earth shattering. Oh, it hurt wow, so yeah. much, no. but it just, you, I'm like, I don't have as much energy anymore for that. Like, no. what can I do? And I if, if, if they it's have, disappointing. If they want a Scarlett Johansson to do a guest star, they're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I think it is really about that, Brie. Or what we were just talking about, you know, what my podcast guest last week, Lake was talking about, they sometimes what they, what they what they think they see isn't it's sort of like they have an idea of something and for some reason I think they keep holding out for somebody to like be the holy grail of all the the things that yes. they think they're looking for right. and then that thing never comes to pass for some weird reason it's like dating that's right so then they find a different way to then like then they go completely different yeah. and how many times have you heard oh we're going another way or they'll rewrite it oh yeah you've heard that no, we're going right. to go another way yeah, yeah. But I think the actor just can't get caught up in that. You know what I mean? You can, I mean, it's just, we only have so much energy to give and it's just, it's just not worth it. But it is, it's painful and exhausting, but what can you do? You just got to keep, I think you focus like, okay, well, the whole, I mean, you just have to try to give a good audition. It's yeah. really more, and then afterwards, try not to focus on it too much because what can you do? Well, I also think it's like, <clears throat> you're doing it it is always trying to let go of the expectations, but also, you know, if you're going in and you're getting callbacks or you're getting offers, obviously the work is in the kind of shape that it needs to be in. Right. Or you start to just keep doing it more and more for yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then the joy is being able to like, you know, you're getting to work, but I'm always telling actors who, let's say they're not at that level yet. 
it's a blessing to just be able to go in for three minutes and to create the work because maybe for the rest of the week besides class right. or take a class at Groundlings or something, there is no other work for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then use it as a victory of like, this is my three minutes to like do the thing that I spent four years in college paying, you know, I'm in debt for. No, exactly. That is so much of it where I'm like, this is it. And like at the end of the day, it's supposed to be fun. fun. This is yeah. the whole reason we're doing it. So That's when right. I get so caught up in like how much some of it can be painful, I'm like that, this is not the point at all. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm supposed to want to do this and I'm supposed to want to be here. And I do, but it's so easy to get caught up in all the other branches so you're when you say that you're at a different level in the work so basically what that means is you're being seen now for things that before you had broken through you just couldn't get into those rooms or into those yeah. casting offices yeah 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 but you said that you are now at the bottom well you're probably Kinda, like yeah you're, like at, I, you're starting yes. out so now you're i'm moving up but i'm still at the bottom right. of that next level yeah yeah so you're kind of <laughs> auditioning with scarlett johansson but well no, well, no. but no, like no, no, but no. it's a different Girls who have like worked a ton, yeah. have a handful of shows under their belt, and who are maybe more of a household name, or unfortunately, who have so many more followers than I do. Uh, yeah, there's that. There's, I mean, which is unfortunately a big yeah chunk. Which is so weird because that's not a metric that shows up in any way. Anyway, Ooh. nobody's gonna go. Nobody really goes to watch a show based on somebody having yeah. 10 million followers. That's yeah. what's weird about it. You know, that was a, you know, hypothesis they were throwing around a few years ago because I taught a lot of social media stars and like they, that some of them have done well and have transitioned into acting because they've really taken it seriously. Mm -hmm. But I remember like five or six years ago, they were like, these people are going to be the next, I keep saying Scarlett Johansson, but they are going to be the next whatever, but that hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And also I think they thought that those people who would watch you know, if you watch somebody who is on Vine or Snapchat or some platform where they have like millions of followers, those people, their followers don't consume their product right. on another platform. Yes. They're just, they're on that. But I also wonder with people like that, like do, like m- becoming, oh God, I don't mean I, this is so not my world, but becoming an Instagram celebrity or Vine star or whatever it is. That work looks very different than the work when you get to set. That's right. So I also wonder, like, do they want, like, do they even like that? Like, I think people have an idea of what it looks like to be an actor. And then when you're doing it, it's not nearly as glamorous or easy. Yes. Well, it's work. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that, the work on set. But one of the things that I also, we talked about in Atlanta that I was talking about, which is when you were having to play this vampire and they had to do a green screen composite of you. Remember? And you were like, so you, it was, I think the first, one of the first, I think it was the pilot. You were shooting the pilot and you had to, they were going to basically digitally, you had to stand in front of a green screen and there was an extreme close up of your face. And then you had, you yourself had to morph into a vampire that then they were taking digital photos of and then they were going to go and create like the effects later on. Oh yes, right. Yes, yes. And you were like, "Oh my God, I just have to do what Tony is always saying: just commit." Yeah. And so you were like, "How do you be a vampire?" So what did you? Yeah, it's just like jumping into the deep end. Yeah. Um, you can't you, because it feels silly, but that's so much of what we do, and that's yeah, you just can't worry about that. So because, you. Uh, I mean, it's similar. Like we did. Um, 
like there's a scene where I have to be where I'm being burned alive. Oh gosh! Okay. And the director was like, "We're gonna put some dry ice around you, so this the smoke will be coming up. It'll look like you're really burning." And, and that kind of felt like, "Oh cool, I'll get to have a mask on a little bit." Uh-huh, yeah. Um, and then we get there, and they're like, "We're cutting the dry ice. You're just gonna stand there, just pretend you're burning alive." And I was like, "Oh <laughs> my god!" <laughs> I have not. I have no. I have no tools. I have truly nothing other than right. me and my imagination right, right. now. And I just closed my eyes and hey. took a deep breath Whoa. and started screaming, screaming. yeah, oh, and writhing yeah. and and ah. put myself in the circumstances of it, it's literally this with the hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. talon hands, uh-huh. yeah, um, melting face. Yes. Well, and that's why I think too. Luckily, with both of those experiences, I felt close to the director. Uh-huh. So you felt it, safe. Ex- yeah, exactly. you feel safe. It's the safe it. space, yeah. but that you don't always get that lucky. No, yeah. You're like I, and some directors just come in for one episode, and you're like, I barely know you. Um, well, so how are we gonna form this relationship? And it isn't important. And also, like, um, like Olivia Dudley was telling me too. Like sometimes when you're on a series for a long time, like she's been on Magicians for five years, like the guest directors come in and don't really direct because it's a well-oiled machine in a way. And that's not a a bad thing. It's just like everybody kind of knows what it is they're doing. Like you kind of don't blame them. Yeah. But it doesn't, totally, it doesn't set anyone up really for success, which is, I don't know what the answer is to that because I guess no director wants to direct one show forever right? because it's such a big time commitment you can't really do anything else. It's like just doing, but I don't know. Well, and also from the director's perspective for a show that's kind of, mm, you kind of are just like the director for hire. You're just there to like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Command they don't know your bit. characters no, that well. No, they barely no. know what happened before or what's coming Well, they would next. also get fired if they mess with, like, the trajectory of what you guys have been building. You know what True. I mean? So what do you, like, so what, what are some of the things you've learned about set life? Today's podcast episode is sponsored by We Audition. Receive 25% off with the promo code AMAW on weaudition.com. The video chat community to audition, rehearse, self-tape, and get advice. And hopefully book the fucking job. Enjoying In The Moment? Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us at Anthony Mindel and at AMAW Studios, plus all the worldwide accounts near you for updates. Hmm. Um, Bring all your chargers. All your- <laughs> you're gonna be That's there your big takeaway. for a long time. Well, we also um, talked about Brie, like, I mean, in one of the shows you were working with, is somebody who's been in the business for a long time, and how because of the school, obviously, you're just very open to the moment and trying things, but then you work sometimes with actors who I want you on this line yes. to do it this yeah. way. So, actors directing actors, yeah. I think the biggest and I'm still learning this and hopefully always will it just how to continue to keep working with people and different kinds of people you have to be you have to stay open yeah. because you don't there's so many things are going to be so unpredictable on set um, when you're going to start shooting is completely unpredictable yeah. what the space is going to be like you just you don't know anything so yeah staying as open as you can trusting yourself and setting yourself up for success. Like, yeah. if you kind of know this is going to be a 14 or 16 hour day, what do I need to do to make sure that on the 15th hour, I can deliver? Yeah. And that's just kind of knowing yourself. Well, have you worked with people who aren't maybe as generous in their partnership yeah. with you? you know what yeah. I mean? And it's tough. But what can you do? I well, mean, what I do guess, you do? 
nothing. I mean, you just kind of like, yeah, I've had people where it's on their take, it's completely different than what they gave you. And you're like, Oh, well that would have been helpful just to have that information to inform what I was going to do since we're in the scene together. Uh-huh. I love <laughs> but, that they're okay. saving their best stuff yeah. for themselves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And every man out for themselves a little bit. A That's little a little bit. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's conscious or do you think they just... No, I think no. it's just a self-defense mechanism. That's I don't right. think it's ever coming from like a malicious place, but it's... It's also safe for actors to do that, right? If they construct their own sort of thing in their own insular world, right. it's like they can deliver what's being asked of them, right? Yeah. Based on the, the tone of the show or whatever, mm-hmm. but it still isn't... It's just to me, it's by the numbers. Yeah. How much more fun it is to like discover the minutiae of something yes. playing ball yeah. with someone. Well, there's also some people who are super open to rehearsing beforehand outside uh-huh. of set. Yeah. Oh, and that's I cool. love getting Like running the lines. Yes, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. because then it's just more in your body. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Maybe just trying to be as prepared as possible because yeah. a million things are going to throw that's you right. off yeah. on the day, in the moment. So coming in with all of your tools ready to go. And have you worked with like not bad directors, but directors who don't direct. So you're like, oh, Jude, Jesus. Yeah, 100%. I have to like do it on my own. Yeah, you got to come in with a strong... Yeah, I feel like I learned that the hard way. Uh-huh. But this is also what is tricky is I feel like I learn well from example. So say you shoot something, but it doesn't come out for a year. It's hard to really learn and grow until you see uh-huh. the final product. Yeah. So it's also why I think this industry takes so long. Yeah. With careers in general, because everything takes, it just takes so yeah, that's right. long. So, and then by the time it comes out, you're like, I don't even remember what I did for that. But yeah. if you're lucky enough to kind of do it and then see it, I don't know. I think that helps a lot. But um, what was the point of that? Well, oh, yeah, like, some directors. Yeah, like being like being director proof in a way. Coming in, yeah, I think with really strong points of view. Uh-huh. I don't know if I used to always do that. Uh-huh, and yeah. now I'm kind of realizing how important that is because yeah. at the end of the day, it's, you're it's the your one ass. doing it. Yeah, it's your, your, your face laptop. up there. Yeah. It doesn't, no one knows all the circumstances surrounding it. And that's also, I think what I learned on Passage, everybody I got to work with is a little bit older than me and really experienced. Uh-huh. It was really like a wonderful group of people. Um, but how they protected themselves in certain ways. And that's something that I think I'm still sort of kind of trying to grasp and learn. Like how? Like what would they... Like if there's something they really... If they got to know that they really didn't sit well with them, they wouldn't do it. Yeah, because they're like, then they're going to use it. And then I'm the one who looks bad. So mean like an acting note that you really Yeah, maybe know they is don't not... stand behind. Uh-huh. And, and yeah. not... But but I think they're... You have to really have a balance. I, yeah. I think... Well, yeah, you don't you want to be say too no extreme. to all. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, yeah, not. Yeah. But finding the balance of, or maybe meeting them in the middle. That's right. Say, I understand where you're coming from, but what if what if it was more like this? Right. Like, I can get behind that, you can get behind that. Yeah. Because they're probably going to use that too. Yeah. Or, you know, again, TV world is maybe a little bit different, but you're like, okay, let's try it your way, and let's try it my way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if a director is like, no ego in the game, it's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Or some people who really can't. If there's, depending on what this scene is, if it don't want maybe the boom and the set photographer directly in their, in their line of sight. So it's so just like, hey, I'm so, it. exactly. Yeah. Like, would you mind just for this one take, if could you just stand off to the side? So meanwhile, you're like, like, like some guy eating Cheetos, <laughs> like right in the middle of a dramatic scene, he's eating pop chips. 
And You're I like, oh, would that's just, okay. yeah, I would just keep going. Sure. <laughs> if they told me to turn around and do it like upside down with my eyes closed, I'd be like, yes, absolutely anything you want. But maybe there's a little bit of a balance. And I do think if you do it, if it's coming from like a respectful place, um, I think people also respect that around you because yeah. you just want to put out the best work possible. Yeah. Ego aside, but yeah, you want to be there for everybody. And how has it been finding your reps? That They've been like? wonderful. Um, I, but early on, right? Like you, it was like... Well, so I signed with Untitled right away. I right, that's right. We've been there forever. since the beginning. Yeah. Since you came to me. I Love think. them, yeah. yeah. I've always, I think always Crystal told them. you to come to me. Maybe. She did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um, and then I held off on getting an agent as long as possible. Um, and then I didn't get them until right before passage. So after Exorcist ended, then I felt like, okay, I've done enough now. I could get with somebody, um, really cool. And we took some meetings and then I settled on UTA and I loved them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then right when I got with them, I did get passage. So then I was on that hold. Uh-huh. So it was a weird, I feel like I signed with them, but then couldn't work on anything, right. which was a weird feeling. Yeah. But now, now that we've done the show, the show has aired, and now these last two months I've been auditioning a ton. They've been wonderful. I think it's also like, I love that you didn't necessarily feel compelled to get an agent right away. No. Like sometimes actors are like, I got an agent and a manager or whatever, but maybe that's not what they really need. No, it's also too much money. Oh, yeah. Like you're giving away, I mean, you have to think about all of that. And what about, let's talk about, like, what's, what, do the shows require you, like, what's the social media commitment? Like, has that become something now, too? It's that, more, like, they can't require anything, uh-huh. but it's, like, strongly urged. <laughs> yeah. Which I totally understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they can't make you do anything, but, um. Do they say, like, oh, do live, like, Yes, live absolutely. Every Monday, tonight? we get an email uh, with the, all, all the, the set details. pictures. Um, little videos they want right. us to post, what to, like with the graphics of it's on tonight. Yeah, I've seen this stuff. On yeah, this yeah, so you, no, I you mean, yeah. throw it out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, well, it's okay. It's, yeah, I used to feel like for me, like if I would post stuff about my books, like I was like, oh, it seems so shameless. But totally. now, like, you know what? Uh, uh, people really are inspired by something, so it's yeah. okay. Like I, I, I try not to make it like be a humble brag. It is, I totally it is know what you're It's so, it is, it can be uncomfortable, but at the yeah. same time, I don't know if you're not going to root for yourself, That's who right. else, who is? else is? Going to? Especially, I think, in the beginning, when I'm like, no one else is gonna. Yeah. I kind of have to, I yeah. can't complain that, I mean, social media is a big part of this, and I can't complain if I'm not going to try in that area. Yeah. So I have to, I got to put in a little bit more effort, but do what works for me. Yeah. And try to find that. And what is it? So you, the Hulu show is filming here. Yes. So what's it like to be filming? Because you were in Atlanta for like six months. It's amazing. Really? To be shooting. Oh wait. Oh, shooting here. here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have a partner. Yeah. To be home. Yeah. That stuff is hard. So what's it like shooting in another city for so long? It's really tough. Um, Luckily, I do appreciate alone time, so I can. I mean, that is definitely a big part. I don't mind all of that, but. It gets to a point where, like, you're just gone for so long. Would you fly um, back on weekends? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. But not it's every tricky, weekend, no, but, like... By not, not close to that at all. Um, because also, season one of things, it's not... It's everything's a little unpredictable. Right. You kind of have to be on call. So yeah. there's a lot of times where they're like, we don't know exactly what we're shooting on Friday, so yeah. you just have to stay here. Um, but it is. You have to put in some extra effort in some relationships. 
because when you come home, you know, there's a couple weeks where you're readjusting a little bit and that feels weird. We're getting good at it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but he would come visit you on yeah. stuff, but he's not an actor. So it's also no. kind of strange, right? They don't maybe understand like, why are you there doing this? It's yeah. weird, right? I think also, I think it's hard sometimes for him to understand. Like he came three, episode three is my backstory. Um, and that's where you see, that's all the really, really heavy stuff. You see the abuse my character went through and we kind of shot it in three days. I was just in every scene. We just shot it all out. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've never done that before. Um, so it was a little intimidating. Uh, but by the end of it, um, I just, I just kind of felt like I had nothing left inside of me. Like Uh it just was a little empty and I just feel like I had kind of wrung myself out to dry, which was the point. Um, but then I felt bad because then that was right when he landed and came to visit and I was like, I have nothing You're like, to give. I'm yeah. So I'm like, if you weren't here, I would just be in bed for the next three days. Like I would be hibernating, Recovering. hiding from society. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. People don't realize like the emotional output that is required sometimes for really going there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's if you're still, really committed. Yeah. I mean, you could have phoned that shit in. You know totally. what I mean? You don't always get the opportunities either that's too. Right. And I think that's. What's tough about this is everything takes practice, but if you're only given so many opportunities that practice, it takes longer to practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but Brie, you, like, you did it in our movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you had, like, ten pages of, of monologue. Yeah. And we only in had that day to shoot it. Yeah. I mean, it's not quite as maybe emotionally intense as maybe what you went through, but, like, I think it's really inspiring when we look back to just see oh we did that or I did that you know what yeah. I mean like in whatever form it is totally you know or or even when you're working with someone who's not there and you're like well I found a way to make it work yes you know it's so easy for us to see the things that don't work in the work right. or that we pick apart is like oh but then you're like oh look at what I just did or made or where I went to you know exactly. what I mean exactly yeah. I think sometimes um yeah, focusing on the smaller what victories. Yeah, yeah what is works. really huge. Yeah. So, okay, interesting. You've had such an interesting like. Well, I always told you this is gonna happen for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I always. Told, I'm never wrong about it. Yeah. It just takes time, right? It does, like totally. some people have popped. It's taken a long time. Yeah. As you know, things as your life circumstances change, or as you get older. Your reasons for doing things start to change right. too, and I really respect that. Like yeah. hearing some, hearing like getting to know everybody a little bit more, and learning what brought them to this role or whatever comes afterwards. It, it totally varies, and that's totally okay. Yeah. Well, some people, it is just a job at the end of the day, but some people do it for the paycheck totally. and like their house mortgage and yeah. like you know what I mean and. And they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. So it's and why not? It no, is absolutely. like not our whole world doesn't have to be about the work. That's like it's right. It's also not not taking it so seriously right. yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, I think is a good way to survive. Yeah. No, for sure. But you know, I'm always going to lean more toward the side of like I do think. Yes, we do job. Like not, I always say not all jobs can be all things for you all the time, right. and you do those things to pay the bills, yeah. and so you have freedom to like continue to explore your artistry, whatever yeah. that is. It could be a painter. You could be a painter on the side. You know right. what I mean? Look right. at Jim Carrey. I know. You know what I mean? Like, look at all these other latent talents that we have that I think become available to us by being creative. Exactly. So I'm always encouraging actors. Like, whenever I was telling this to an agent yesterday, like when I have young kids who are like 
this is all I've ever wanted to do with my entire life. I'm like, really? Really? You're 21. Like, let's just, let's see. And I mean, I guess I felt that way, but, but if you say yes to jobs or opportunities and things that are not necessarily, they don't feel like it's the direct line career path, but they, your heart is open around them. Like for me, it was like obviously teaching and like, and writing that I never knew. It's like all of a sudden it can become more than just booking a job. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And then, yeah. And then maybe your, your reasons for doing it change. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, maybe it just affords you the opportunity to then pick up a hobby that that completely opens you up. Like you just never know. And I think it looks so different for everybody. But the important part is just figuring out what that is. Also, I think the business is, you know, you can be on a show, but that is not a guarantee that you're going to work again. Not at all. That's the weird thing about nowadays. No. You got to run with it. Yes. That, um... Sometimes, too, it's such a double-edged sword. Getting to work is so amazing. But then when the work finishes, you have to go back to auditioning. And then that muscle hasn't been exercised in months. It was a little scary jumping back into auditioning Uh after not auditioning for six months. Um, It's like riding a bike. Yeah, Yeah, You know what I mean? No. But it is true. You're like, oh, my God, I'm back here again. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And most of those people didn't watch what you were just working no, on, so they it don't. doesn't no, matter. You, yes, no. like, but even like I was, saying, I was talking to somebody the other day, and like they were mentioning like famous people, like really well-known people that are still you still are like nowadays they're not necessarily getting offers. They just they have to go in and right. quote unquote prove themselves. Not yeah. that you have anything to prove yet. I think it's more like something to share. But there was one actress who yes. shall remain nameless who's on a series now, but she used to be big in like the nineties. And then, you know, it's been working since then, but she, even up till the table read, so she'd booked the job, mm-hmm. even in the table read, they were deciding whether or not they were going to give her the role. Oh, God. Isn't that crazy? And the agent had to tell her that. He was like, look, just go in and do what you did in the final test it's so because they're scary. still not sure you can do it whatever that means I 100% believe that though of course that doesn't surprise me at all I still feel like I have to go into table reads like dress like the part oh yeah yeah you do because they any yes. little flicker of them being able to change their mind I go into fittings if the character was wearing makeup I'm going into my fitting and full yes. makeup because they're looking at tons of I pictures know. of you and you don't want to give them any reason and it's I mean, that's not that healthy, but, but it is no. like the reality you of... You just realize you just have to play the game. You know what I mean? That, and that's, that's, that's what I think it is with the social media yeah. and all of this It's stuff. a game. Yeah. Just don't give them a reason to like doubt. You know, the thing with, uh, you know, Adon was, made me laugh because when he tested for the show, it's a comedy, right? And he is so funny. Mm-hmm. And they were all laughing in the room. And then when he left, I actually, because I had coached him for it, and then it, they flew him to New York for the test, because it was a New York show, right? Okay. And then, um, and then I was like, how did it go? He's like, oh my God, it couldn't, it couldn't have been any better than, you know what I mean? He was like, I'm so happy. And then I was like, okay, you're going to get it. Like, I yeah. knew he was going to get it. And then, like, I texted him, like, three hours later, and I'm like, have you heard? And he's like, no. And, like, he was starting to get Aww. more and more impressed. But then he found out that they requested... After the test, even though 10 people are in the room and they're all laughing, they then requested if he had any materials showing him doing comedy. No. (laughs) 
So, because apparently his reel is mostly dramatic stuff. So the thing, but the point that I'm trying to make to the listeners is that you do your work and then if anybody, everybody's scared to take the risk. They're just scared. So even though they see somebody who makes them laugh in front of them, then they, they think they turn to the person next to them and well, was that funny or am I the only one? Everybody's scared to just be like, that guy's funny. Let's hire him. He's super talented. Right. Because if they, if one person does that, their head, quote unquote, is on the chopping block. Yes. So instead, by consensus, they're all like, I don't know, did you think he was funny? I don't know, did you think? I don't know, I mean, he was okay. I mean, I mean, can we get Jim Carrey for it? Oh, well, right. Jim, we can't get. So we should just get that. Okay, I can't, I mean, I don't, has he done anything? That's, yes. that's how the madness starts. Yes, Every, everybody and everything is a liability. Everyone that's wants right. to cover their own back. I know. But this is what's damaging to the actor because then the actor thinks, I did something wrong or I could have yeah. done it better. Or there's a formula for it, which drives me nuts. There's a 12-step you know, there's a 12 steps to auditioning or is it the third, three step checklist yes. or like, it's not, you know, you have to do your work, but then I think half the time, even when we tank auditions, yeah. we're better than what we think we are Definitely. because they're not looking at it from the same microscope that we are. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're dealing with it from their own yeah. like weirdness. Yeah. It's so no, You have to have your like armor up a little bit and just let that, it has to bounce back off because it's not an easy it's not, it's just not easy. Like, you have to really want it, I think, in order to survive. Me- to mentally survive. You That's just right. have to really love it. Yeah, you have to love it. You have to. I mean, and people think, do. I mean, yeah. I, I love acting. Yeah. Oh, Aubrey, you're so amazing. Oh, you are. You're so talented. Okay, so let's end with, I always like to do a speed round. Okay. So, if you weren't an actor, what would you be? A professional organizer. Oh, wow. I love cleaning like and organizing. Kind of yes. Yes. I mean, I do it anyway. I love it. So, what sign are you? Gemini. Oh, okay. I know. I think it helps me contain. Like, there's a lot of things I can't control, and I can really control those okay. things. So, it feels So, good. you have a clutter-free house? Oh, yes. Like, very minimalist? Um, not necessarily, no. Yeah. But it's, but, like, tidy. Uh-huh. Everything has its place. Yes. Okay. My drawer. Yes. Everything is closed. <laughs> and is your boyfriend like that or no? He, not to my extreme, no. 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 Like my boyfriend leaves, he'll like open the cabinets and he'll leave the cabinet doors open. No, I can't stand it. No, and Matt will put something next to the trash can but not in the trash can. Oh yeah, no. Well, wait, you mean he misses it? Or like, he's just like, well, maybe like I'll have like one more sip or something. I'm like, it's empty, it's empty. Oh. Like he, it, needs to, it needs to be out of sight. <laughs> like if it doesn't have a purpose okay, there, he'll just put I it on the counter. Like he's yeah. like, okay, that's yeah. funny. If it doesn't have a purpose, okay. What's your favorite film of all time? Which is oh my god, which is a favorite film? Those are these are too I know. hard. Now, just a favorite film. Um, I mean, look, honestly, Elf just came to mind. Like, <laughs> I think somebody else said that recently. It brings me a lot of joy. A joy. It sparks okay. a lot of joy. In it's my a life. perennial favorite. Um, every Christmas, it is. That's hilarious. I like those fish out of water. Uh huh. The scenarios. 80s were big and that kind of stuff. Yeah. What's one thing you can't do without? Coffee. Oh, yeah. Who's your celebrity crush? Mm. Can be a guy or a girl. Mm. I mean, I love John Krasinski. <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face right now. I mean, no? I did love Quiet Place. Yeah. Really loved that movie. I mean, look, I also love Idris Elba. I also love... Okay, I see that. Got that one. 
John Krasinski's so cute. Okay. What's how do you describe acting in one word? No, he is. Really yeah, well. no, he, <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. He's funny. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch The Office? I never watched So maybe the that's Office. why. There's that's a real why. lovability there. Okay. Like No, I mean I thought he was really great in Quiet Place, so I really, really respect yeah. him as a I mean it was I thought it was one of my favorite movies last year. I agree. Yeah, it was really powerful and yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. Right. And they're like a power couple, right? Um what how do you describe acting in one word? Breathe? Oh gosh, yes. That's it, really. You know? We talk about that a lot in class. Yeah. I feel like if I get stuck... That's all you, know, you have. start breathing. Really? Because generally, then you're not. That's right. Um, what's, what's, uh, what's the takeaway that you had at the school? What's something you learned at AMAW? Oh, I learned... I mean, I know there's a lot. <laughs> so the list goes on. <laughs> um, I think I learned... I think I learned a lot about myself. Oh. I think of you with this all the time, that our problems, or that not our problems, the things that maybe get in our way or hold us back or our fears um, are so right in front of our face and we can't always see them. That's right. But to, but to others, it's here. It's, it's right like there. so, That's and we're right. like, I don't see it. Where That's is right. it? That's right. Well, especially there. a good teacher or, you know, yeah, you... It's, or a relationship brings that up or, yes. a, 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 you know, family brings that up because yeah. they're constantly pointing out the thing that, you know, it's interesting that you said, I'm going to just, we're almost done here, but I want to, somebody tagged me on this beautiful, uh, oh gosh, can I find it? Lupito Nyong'o quote. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is so amazing what she says. She says, it's so funny. You go to acting school thinking you're going to learn how to be other people, but really it taught me how to be myself. Because it's in understanding yourself deeply that you can lend yourself to another person's circumstances and another person's experience. There is a moment when you realize you are not doing what you want to do or being who you want to be. It is at that moment that you become who you really are. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. She's in that new Jordan Peele movie. Oh, I, just I am that, already scared. To I know. <laughs> like I'm sweating. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. If you don't know what you're working... Yeah, how could you... If you don't know... It's like cooking and not knowing your ingredients. If you don't know what you're working with, what, yeah. how are you supposed to taper it? Or... That's right. Or... It, yeah, what are you supposed to... How are you supposed to mold it? And then also you start to discover that you're enough. Yeah, you know which I mean? is hard. Yeah, it's really hard. Yeah. Okay, then last question. What's your definition of love? Love, I think, is respect hmm. and equality and um, acceptance. We need more of that. Mm-hmm. I always like to say the definition of love for me is just this moment. Aww. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you were here. I'm so glad too. You made me miss class. Oh. Well, you have to come see the new space. Yeah. It's so rocking in Hollywood. Um, so tell the listeners where they can find you or keep in track of your work. You can whatever. find me um, on Instagram at Brianne Howie on Twitter. I think also at Brianne Howie. And the passage is on Fox. And yes, even though it's, it's you can watch it now on Hulu. It now. It's all out. Oh, ten Hulu. episodes. Okay. Yeah. So all ten episodes are out. The, the passage from Fox. And then the new show on Hulu. And then that'll probably come out in the fall. It's called Dollface. Dollface. Okay, we'll be watching. Thanks, Brianne. Thanks for having me. 
Don't forget to stream season two of the number one Netflix show, Ginny and Georgia. Thanks for listening to In The Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and follow us at Anthony Mindel and at AMAW Studios, plus all the worldwide accounts near you for more. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by We Audition. Receive 25% off with the promo code AMAW on weaudition.com. The video chat community to audition, rehearse, self-tape, and get advice, and hopefully book the fucking job.